1: Me, couldn't hold me back. They're gonna rip it off, taking their time right behind my back.
2: And I'm talking to myself at night because I can't forget. Back and forth through my mind, behind a cigarette. And a message coming from now.
3: Uh, that is was quick
4: kick. Quick kick. You mean snake, snake eyes? No, it was quick kick. I've got snake eyes, yeah. Yeah. Snake eyes is badass, too. Yeah. Snake eyes and his arch enemy was Storm Shadow, but then. Bazooka. They, yes. And then they introduced oh, Quick on, Kick.
3: The communications expert.
4: Well, it's Friday and you are here. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Talk of the Tavern. That means we made it through the work week for those of us that work Monday through Friday. The ones that work on the weekends, I feel bad for you. It'll get better. Trust me. Um, what a mind-blowing episode. Garrett King was on, uh, which he presented some of his uh, information that he's been looking into that uh, obviously the listeners of this show know that we wrapped up a four-part, which a 5 part five is coming in the near future. Um, but Ryan was looking into some of the same things but didn't know it. So, great conversation, and we, we get into some Garbage Pail Kids and uh, some G.I. Joe cards as well. So, sit back and enjoy this episode. It's Friday, so have fun. Uh, let's get the housekeeping out of the way real quick. PurePetWellness.com, and enter goes to checkout. You get 20% off your entire order of your pet CBD needs. His company is Awesome patreons patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast three five and ten dollar i suggest the five dollar sign up just support and i love you my patreons um also dangerous for your conspiracy soap uh yes four cents blow squatch out of the water and we are only shipping domestically so go to dangerous everything is in uh ryan's link tree and, uh, yeah, check it out. Other than that, I'm going to hop out of here. Enjoy your weekend. If you do have some drinks or you're imbibing, call a cab. Call an Uber. Call a Lyft. Do something. Call a friend. Just don't drink and drive. Please. Just stay safe and have fun out there this weekend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Oh, yeah you know it is talk at the tavern it is friday and uh i'm going to introduce you to the uh the new regular for the show um going to be hopefully popping in on more than just uh this one i reached out to him because we have good good energy and chemistry and uh it's always fun when he's at the uh the tavern but his mic is muted and he's probably still setting up and doesn't realize that he's actually in the tavern, along with uh, a couple others. So we will introduce them as soon as they turn their video on. I hope you guys are having a great Friday, because, uh, yes, it's the weekend. Open a beer. I just opened one. I'll open one again. What's up, Garrick? How's it going? It's going good. Um I can't wait for Ryan to get here later because he did an episode today on 666 and what it might might mean, and it pointed him back to sun worship. And when he first brought it up, I said, well, that's, this, that's the number of man, it's not the number of the beast. And he started kind of going down, and, and he goes, and then it comes out to 111, I said, You're kind of on the path of what Garrick's going down, but you just don't know it yet. And so we can pick his brain a little bit later when he gets in here. He's running a little bit late, but I was just like blown away. I was like, holy shit. This is like a come to Jesus moment. (laughs) Literally. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know this is your first time at the Tavern, Garrick. So freedom of speech, it's an open topic. We could kind of get goofy drinks. Some people smoke. We've had people do mushrooms and order a pizza before. It, it just—it's a very loose, loose atmosphere. And there's Catalyst. So uh, Catalyst is the new um, uh, regular uh, of the tavern. So Catalyst, welcome.
5: Thank you, brother, <coughs> Garrick. It's nice to meet you.
6: Nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you too. How's it going?
5: Not bad. A- Andrew's in here as well.
4: Yes, but his
5: video's off. Oh. <clears throat> What's up, Andrew?
1: Uh, I'm going to turn my video on. I didn't even notice that.
5: <laughs> we we just saw those beautiful glasses for one second. Oh, here I am.
4: Here you are.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's going on, guys?
4: Not Jeez. much. Andrew move. from... Uh, <laughs> If you want to introduce yourself, Catalyst, and then Garrick, you, you can introduce yourself that way. You guys get acquainted. I know all of you, so no introduction for me.
5: Um, <clears throat> I'm I go by Catalyst Jones. I'm the host of White Rabbit Podcast. Um, currently working on a documentary, and yeah, man, uh, that's about it. You can find all my stuff at the usual suspects, except for Spotify. I got kicked off of there, and video is exclusively on Rockfin. Awesome, you got kicked off of Spotify, <laughs> I did, man. It's been over a year now, and I think that there's like for a... what
1: that's ridiculous,
5: man. I don't even know what they got me for first. it was a music violation, and then all of a sudden they said, I'm just kicked off, and it's crazy because people like play full on songs at the beginning of their shows of copywritten music all the time, right <clears> you, and I... you you can on Spotify, yeah, I think
1: can. I'm pretty that's... sure it's okay if you use Spotify music, yeah
5: yeah I thought I thought so as well I mean I was playing like conspiracy guru I, I mean I was playing like oddball shit at the very <laughs> end of my podcast but like I said it's been a year and now I have just a dedicated outro that uh high-res uh, gave me permission to use so it's nice. that's my outro now and so actually today on my lunch break I reapplied to get put back on Spotify because that was half of my listenership man yeah. that hurt. Yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. sucks. I've heard it happen wow. to multiple people. So, And then in YouTube, they can go fuck themselves as well. I don't even <laughs> know if I'm ever going to try to get back up on there again. Every single time I had somewhat of a following on there, they just axed me. And now it's to the point where even when I try to watch videos on my, uh, on my laptop, it, like, fucks up. Uh, so I can only watch one video at a time, and then it says, like, uh, I don't have permission for anything. And I'm like, what the fuck? Damn.
6: Damn. Wow. Garrick, you oh, no. want to introduce yourself? I'm Garrick King. Uh, my YouTube channel is the 1111 Matrix Code. Um, I also do ITC research, with, which is instrumental transcommunication. It's uh, spirit communication using ghost boxes and... Um, A technique called scrying and video feedback loop uh, where I've actually captured some amazing photos and videos of these entities forming um, in liquid and just through a video feedback loop, which is nothing more than just a video camera pointed at a TV recording itself. Um, And by day, I'm a marketing assistant and that's about it. (laughs) And still trying to find Bob.
4: Yeah. Well, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. He's out there. He, he sends so, an email. But anyway, uh, Andrew, introduce yourself real quick and we'll get yeah. uh, get to the chitty chat chat.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, Andrew for America, host of the Politics of Punk Rock podcast, uh, former Navy veteran and punk rock lead singer that decided to start talking about all this crazy shit that he stumbled upon while reading a lot of books in his early 20s at San Diego State University. And uh, that blossomed into taking all that reading and putting into a podcast and then following it up with my uh, dream of after realizing I'm not going to be a rock star or want to live that life anymore. I got a little bit older. Uh, I always wanted to be kind of a disc jockey guy, so I end my shows with some punk rock music, up and coming punk rock bands from around the world, and things have been going well. A lot of you guys have been asking me out on your shows lately, and I really appreciate it. I'm very humbled, and thanks for having me back.
4: Yeah, I got to get you on the main show, and it's funny. I knew I didn't. Ha- I had zero talent of uh, singing or playing an instrument other than the saxophone in middle school. So when I was in the Air Force on a side hustle job on the weekends. I DJ'd, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's funny how you kind of went the other way, and I I already knew because I'm half retarded, and I'm like, ah, I ain't fucking <laughs> no, nah, I'm not getting up there. I'm not Jim Morrison myself. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. And when when I started doing the podcasting, not having a mixer or or just those basic little things, and getting used to doing it on a computer versus on a board. And mixing everything. Oh yeah. That was a little little kind of a curveball to learn because I was like, man, this is so foreign to me. Now, now I love it. It's just like, man, I want to do more. Yeah, I always thought I always thought
1: starting a podcast was just some pipe dream. I never would have the technology or the, you know, knowing a producer or something. Right. I always thought that you had to have all this stuff in place right away. And then as soon as I learned the audacity software and I learned how to do how to clip stuff and rip stuff. Uh, to talk about, I was like, "Oh my god!" I just I got creative and artistic with it. So yeah. now it's more of a, it's more. My podcast is more for me than it is for anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I hear <laughs> so, you.
5: Pretty therapeutic. I, I can totally relate to that because it's become one of my main creative outlets as well. For sure, uh, it, everything same. Yeah, everything from promoting to just the way that it aesthetically looks when I'm I'm doing my show and everything. And I'm going to start doing a live show, actually, uh, Ghost. Remember that guy that called in? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor. So he lives really close by. And I met him because he's one of the roommate's buddies. And he came over and he was cleaning his guns uh, in the big room one day. And I'm like, hey, huh. what's going on, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Are you friend or foe? <laughs> no i I immediately knew he was friends so uh, (laughs) um anyway he's he's like big conspiracy junkie as well and we just hit it off and when he called in i was like man he kind of sounds natural so i'm going to incorporate him where i'm i'm in a way doing what no agenda does however i'm just going to take mainstream um talking points throughout the week we're going to play those clips and then we're just going to break them down and completely destroy them for the lies that they are.
4: Nice. you know. I you, do that from time to time, yep. You know on. what's funny is when, before Cunt got its name Cunt, it was conspiracy in the news, right? I just wanted to start a new show. Ryan's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. There's no prep on my end, whatever. And then the fluke happened, we rebranded, and we'd play clips here and there. I had never listened to No Agenda before any starting that and then finally I was like I'll give this No Agenda a listen and I was like holy shit I didn't realize like I was kind of doing similar but different in a different way what that show was doing and I was like no wonder why people like this show I mean <laughs> it, it's a it's a great show
5: yeah I could do without the uh, part where they just name off everybody that donates. I understand why they do it because the people that donate feel right. important when they hear their name and shit, but the average listener, cause I'm not going to give them money. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate
4: what they did. Wow. <laughs> well, they, they, they started out rich, you know what I mean? Or, or exactly, well off.
5: Exactly. And I appreciate wow. everything that they've done because without, without them, we, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now. So I definitely appreciate what they've done, but, um, yeah, man. And I, and I love their show, too. I listen to it a lot. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I actually don't have a problem with shows that are kind of similar because even if, like, the the content or the subject matter is similar, you get someone's different perspective on it. And you can kind of see it. For me personally, I listen to so many podcasts and, like, even if it's a same topic that someone else has covered somewhere else you get different twists and and you can see it from a new angle that maybe you didn't see it from before. So like, I don't have a problem with a lot of podcasters covering similar content. And there's so many of us out there anyway that, I mean, I just can't listen to everybody. And, And even though that's the case, when I do try and branch out and check out a new show and I stumble upon something I love, it's like, it's like finding a new punk rock band, you know, it's like, I just, I
4: love it. Every aspect of it's fucking awesome. I love it. Well, that's how I was when I I reached out to Garrick because I had a long time ago heard his one hour stint of the eleven eleven matrix code on Tinfoil Hat, and then I hadn't listened to Tinfoil in a while, and whiskey and beer, whiskey beer and conspiracies had him on, and I was like, oh my god, mm. they're doing a multi part thing, like diving deeper, and uh, Big Country's like, dude, re- reach out to him. I'm like, okay the rest is history and we we communicate pretty often and uh he's you always i get these random dms of well uh was sitting here stumbling upon this and now i found this and it's like I'll, half the time all i can reply with is a, a head exploding emoji <laughs> so <laughs> yeah
0: oh yeah
5: yeah i've I, been very interested in your work i i originally heard you on whiskey beer and conspiracies um Big Country and I are are friends, and so I listen to every episode religiously, and actually, he's one of the people that helped me get my start and catapult my show because I was like two or three shows in, and I was listening to them before I started my podcast, and I had reached out, and I was like, he's not even going to read this message, and then he was like, yeah, man, I'll come on your show, and I was just like, holy shit. So ever since then, I've told people, you know, like, I don't care if you haven't even had a show out yet i will do your show just because like that was amazing to me and i want to be able to like yeah. give that back yeah that's yeah, how they're
6: what, great guys they're great guys yeah
4: yeah i remember man it was one of the early episodes of of the tavern and i think ryan's like i can i'll invite a couple people and he he invited big country and i was just like holy shit you know you you're starting out you, you know you of these people and you've, you've listened to them. So you're kind of fanboying, but trying not to show that you're fanboying. And then now, <laughs> now becoming friends with, um, big country and, and becoming really great friends with Ryan. It's crazy because I remember doing the same thing. Catalyst reaching out one right. night on, on sitting on the couch, watching some dumb shit, probably on YouTube, drinking some beers. Oh yeah, I got, I got my courage. I'm going to, I'm going to text Ryan Dean and see if he'll help me start a
5: podcast. <laughs>
4: rest is history so
5: (laughs) that's cool man i'm so glad that you had that liquid courage moment that night because i love your show and everything that's branched Uh, off from it well yeah thank you thank you
1: i I like i like a lot of podcasters too like uh that have it's almost like you're starting your own channel Mm -hmm. because you'll get a different concept idea for a new show and then all of a sudden now you got three different shows running on your feed Mm -hmm. and that's it's cool it's creative well thank you it's cool it's cool to see absolutely man for sure
4: and guys, careful, John the Fed's here. Yeah, be careful <laughs> be getting to
0: this flower so I can record whatever uh, whatever it is that you say. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't
5: matter. Every every device in this room is already being recorded anyway. Well you know I was
0: gonna I was oh, yeah. gonna wear my lab coat tonight too, so I could look like a uh, like an expert on whatever it is we talk about, but nice.
5: <laughs> That would have been
1: awesome.
0: Well, John, introduce yourself real quick. Um, Yeah, so uh, John the Fed, um, not really a Fed, but our friend Moral Bob has labeled me that, and it stuck. Um, (laughs) Ah, nice. I didn't know that. That's awesome. (laughs) So kind of uh, starting to get in the podcast game, haven't done an official like my own yet, been on a couple of different shows. Uh, It's going to be called How the Hell Did We End Up Here? Or How the Hell Did We Wind Up Here? Um, And it's basically I'm going to give people the opportunity to come on and pick one or two things, when they look around at the world that these were the one or two main events that have caused us to get to the point in the world where we're at today, whether it's hmm. the uh, the invention of the Fed or the invention of the church or the education system or Big Pharma or whatever it is. You know, I, given given podcasters like you guys the opportunity to come on and just say, look, when I look at these one or two huge events that have happened, this is – what has brought us to when I look at the world in the way that it is today, these are the one or two events that I think that I will plant my flag and say, this is what has caused the world to be in such a fucked up situation. Oh, I
1: love that. Yeah. I, got, not- I probably got 20 bullet points on that. Well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so.
5: Well, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and I know that you came up with that because you yourself have two events that you probably think are what changed the world. So I'm curious what they are.
0: Sure, so the, the first one I think is, uh, and this is just kind of off the cuff because I haven't like done a whole deep dive into it yet, but I think the first one is the invention of the church.
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
0: Um, the formal church, whatever whether you want to call it the the Catholic Church or just the church as a whole, um, but I see the church is being very hands in hands with what's going on and telling you which way to lean, which way to believe, which way you're supposed to go. You know, even backing up big pharma. Or, and that's the thing is, I think a lot of these will dovetail kind of into each other, right? Like you can say education, but education can be we educate it. all the doctors on this is what they have to do and all the dentists, this is what they have to do. So it can all go. But I, so I think, I think the invention of the church is one. And I think the, uh, the establishment of the Fed for me would be the other one. Um, you know, because as we all know in this community, it's not a government entity and it's not a, you know, it's not an entity that should really be there, but everybody just follows it and pays their taxes and which for the record, paying your taxes is fantastic. John, the Fed says, so don't ever not pay your taxes, but <laughs> we well, uh Bob's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> And neither is so right, my, 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 yeah. my 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 son, has, my oldest has a shirt that says uh, "makes tax make tax fraud legal again." So, mom's well, okay with that. So, I've got nice. I got brownie points in my corner with him. So, awesome. I had Bob on my hundredth uh, episode,
1: and uh we talked for probably almost four hours, and he was yeah. like, "Stop paying fucking
0: taxes, Andrew." Yeah, yeah we. Uh, I actually just had lunch with him today, Um and that was a nice. lot we talked about nice. as well. So. Cool, man, that's awesome!
4: <laughs> Did
1: you so end yeah, up talking so about chickens to show, by any inter- chance? Introducing
0: myself, this is you know that's kind of what I want to do, where I want to go. Um, I really, I was telling Ghost the other night when he and I were talking that you know I, I really want to get a, away from the "you're wrong" phrase to the "I've never looked at it that way," I've never seen it that way before. But maybe what you're saying is you know. Um, has got some merit and, and give without trying to sound too much like a liberal, trying to give people a safe space to be able to come in and present their point without worrying about people getting ticked off because either now they're the expert or it doesn't make sense to them or, you know, whatever it is. So you're trying to
1: wake up the normies like the rest of us. I love it.
0: No, I'm trying, <laughs> what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get so where it started is I'm, I'm, and I'm not trying to sound egotistical here at all, but where I'm trying to get is the fact where, us who are in the truth or community podcast media, whatever you get also have a little bit of culpability with what we've let happen. Uh, absolutely. So, because I, you know what? And I'm, I'm fully like, I, I go to Walmart, I go to target, I shop at Amazon. I do, you know, I do all these things. And so these things that I rail against, I still do, you know, it's hard. They I, have us in a, on in a, normal a fucking level trap. Amazon can get it to me same day delivery. And yeah, I don't have to go outside my house I call and, it, and deal with the I, people at Walmart.
1: So I have a few recurring themes that come up on various shows of mine, and one of them is this thing called the tyranny of convenience. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're talking about, is that even those of us that are aware... I, I say this about propaganda all the time, too. It's so powerful, both of those things that I just said, is that even people that are aware of it are still victims of it in some way.
0: Oh, very much. We're all...
1: Connected to the matrix I try to tell people be
0: good, but I'm still three spins on a or over three spins on a scale, and I had McDonald's yesterday just because it was convenient. So yeah,
5: hey, uh, we're product yeah. of our environment, exactly. And we're all hypocrites, you know, because it, I, I find it funny. I'm not. I was. I was going. <laughs> I was funny, going. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I was going through Twitter, and it reminded me of when I was on um, speed bumps, and we were talking about. She was like, "Well, aren't you aren't you a hypocrite?" And I was like, "Yes, and fuck you for pointing that out." Because, you know, like I'm I'm talking shit about this whole push towards electric cars and what they have to do uh, to mine this shit. And as I'm telling her this, you know, through a fucking iPhone where they mine this shit. Yep. And, so, it, and he, she, and oh, he yeah. means
4: "fuck you" in the in the most respectful way, L, because you you are a, a beautiful person.
5: Oh no, I, I I said it to her face, right? Like she understands, yeah. like exactly. We we have the same kind of sarcasm, so she yeah. knows that when I say "fuck you," it means I love you for pointing that out, right?
0: But at least you're willing to be, you know, on that side of it, like to know that you're, you know, you're doing one thing and kind of and then saying one thing and kind of doing the other. That's the difference, though. Is there's a lot of people out there who they will rail against whatever it is you're doing, but then they'll never admit they actually do in secret what they're railing against. So see that. Yeah.
4: Now you brought up uh, Ellie. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love her little short videos that she does to show people how she because she only has one thumb. She you know she went through a she shouldn't even be here. I don't even know yeah. how she's alive. That's for
5: sure. Like, She's so shadow banned though, because I, I rarely see her videos, but when I do see them, like I, I'm, I don't search people out and right. I'm I'm sorry, I don't do that, but like, I'll go on and I'll scroll. If I happen to come through one of her or come across one of her videos, I am so impressed with those. You're, you're right. Like yeah. they, that is awesome. Like and just showing
4: how I, she, she uses uh fingernail the, clippers.
5: Oh, I didn't see that one, yeah. but I saw the mail I saw the mailbox one and I was like that's fucking awesome, you yeah. know, like And but, it makes you have so much more respect for her and what she has to go
4: through. Oh, absolutely. When when I saw the very first one that she posted, I immediately DM'd her. I'm like, "Keep it up. I am so proud of you. You have the courage that most people in your situation do not have oh, yeah. and hopefully that you can spread that to other people."
5: Yeah, she's awesome, man. And she always is I know she goes through her battles and probably ups and downs, you know, like everybody else does. But she's one of those that is always able to uh, shine her light and make other people feel good yes. no matter what. And she is the
4: only reoccurring guest that I have had on that every time that she's on, we have a paranormal incident. That's awesome. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Except wow. for maybe... One time at the tavern, because she even goes, I'm surprised you actually had asked me to come on the tavern again. And I'm like, if it happens, well, it happens at this point. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like just weird, bizarre shit just fucking starts happening, usually with her camera and or my. It, yeah, it's it's weird.
5: But to go back on the being hypocritical and shit, I would like to say that. I'm sure every single person on here has their line in the sand, right? And I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but my line in the sand, I I realized uh, a a couple weeks ago when I had an Uber driver that tried to hand me a mask and I refused to put it on and I used that as an opportunity or what I thought was an opportunity to speak uh, truth to power and try to wake this guy up and instead he just said unfortunately i'm not going to be able to let you in my car and i'm going to give you a bad review and i was like oh shit i didn't even know that you could give the customers a bad review (laughs) but likewise (laughs) wow so i think part part of the world we live in though we all have our line in the sand but at the same time we're all willing to be a hypocrite to a certain extent
1: Those self, that phone that you're holding in your hand was, you know, probably 30 years before it was released on the market. It was a CIA program somewhere. Oh,
0: absolutely! absolutely.
5: Whoa, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not even a conspiracy theory because it's just a proven fact that when you're just sitting around with, you know, with your wife or whatever, and you're having a conversation, oh shit, we need new tires, you know, and then all of a sudden you go on Instagram when you're taking a dump. And you're seeing advertisements for your local tire places.
6: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
5: They're not going to give us anything they don't want us to have. (laughs) You know what I mean?
6: That that literally happened to me.
1: Even if we love it. Oh,
6: God, gadgets and gizmos. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, I was watching TV, and um, I can't remember what we were watching, but this guy in it, he reminded me of Robert Downey Jr., just the way he looked, but I couldn't think of his name. And so I was telling my husband, I was like, man, he looks just like god what is his name i was like he played iron man and so what? i picked up my phone and i started typing in who played that's all i typed and the very first thing that came up was who played iron man yeah it's like yeah my phone heard everything i said
0: have you guys had it yet to where you don't even say it out loud but it's just a thought you've had and all of a sudden it appears on your phone oh i haven't heard the thought yet but i've mm-hmm. heard people t- i've had say it happen like to me that that Damn. happened to me i was thinking about a, a ford f-250 truck just thinking about it. didn't mention it to anybody didn't drive by a ford dealership you know none Jesus of it Christ. and all of a sudden oh you might be interested in these new ford trucks yeah yeah, I mean, yeah Oh, you gotta be kidding me
4: and then here, here's the take it to the next level just think about something that you know you absolutely will never use in your daily life say say you know you're never going to have kids but you're Baby food. Just think of baby food or whatever it is. You'll get a fucking ad for baby food. It's, I'm gonna it's test, nuts.
5: I'm going to test this out because I'm pretty sure that it's happened to me, but I just wasn't aware of it. So I didn't, I, I didn't pay it any mind. But I'm pretty sure that that's probably happened to all of us as well.
1: Yeah. Dude, the AI is taking over. It's uh, like, uh, it's like you- that. Have you seen that meme of John Connor and it's like John Connor watching you lo- fall in love with watching AI. you look at,
0: look at AI. I saw that today actually. Have you seen the it's <laughs> it's so have, you, fucking great. have you seen Terminator
4: that. Genesis? Oh yeah, I've seen all of them. Dude, I think that was that was one of their better better ones.
0: Was that mean, the new one with the with the girls in it?
4: No. Everybody, no, okay. someone else asked me that. They're like it, it was all girls and I'm like, "No, they had There must be some other thing." Though. Yeah, must be a different yeah, one, but
0: this is the, tr- the newest one was it was like Sarah Connor but from a different timeline because they started getting into that whole different timeline, different universe. Interesting.
1: Hmm. Get into The Terminator know. that's that movie, was especially 2, one and 2. That I didn't realize how much predictive programming that was at the time. Great documentary. I thought, I thought it was just a cool movie th- for so many years. And then when I started learning about all this shit, I was like, oh, my God, that was the best forecasting <laughs> of any of those old school movies I've seen. seen. Try the rewatching period.
5: Avatar.
0: In, in try the Avatar, Avatar Yep, Network. Oh, the same yeah. way. In, there, <laughs> was,
5: there was a period of my life where I watched Terminator 2 so many times that the VHS, I love it. I know it got wore out. <laughs> I watched that movie over and over and over again. Hell I yeah. thought I was John Connor. Like I, <laughs> I had it in my mind. And I, and you're right. It probably still to this day is a part of why I do what I do because and there's of that fucking movie.
1: Well, and there's spiritual energy in that. Like the 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 people that connected to that so much, like. It's the people that can see the predictive programming. It's the people that can put history into time frames and timelines and see, oh, this happened because of this. And like, as soon as you start putting all the all that stuff together, it's like, oh, dude, see and
4: Andrew, everything. You start getting light bulbs all the time. In in the biz, Andrew, we we don't call it predictive programming movies. We call them documentaries.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yes, basically. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just like, what the Matrix. fuck? Matrix. yeah.
5: Matrix documentary, for yeah.
0: sure. Idiocracy. Yeah. Keanu Adiopracy was not lying.
5: <laughs> I don't know if I brought this up on the Tavern, but I know I have brought this up on my show plenty of times. But, you know, if you guys look at all these movies and uh, TV shows and whatnot, in the past 10 years, the Golden Gate Bridge gets wiped out so many fucking times. I think Good that- point.
4: I think you might have brought that up on CUNN.
5: Maybe yeah, I, I think I did bring
0: that up on cut. So do you guys know who uh who Rob Skiba is? Mm-mm. Have any of you encountered that name before? I've heard the name. So he was a he was a truther in the in the Christian community. Um he he died when, when COVID happened. He got COVID like really bad and passed away. Yeah, so they took him out of other- Whole other conspiracy thing on a whole other conspiracy topic. But so he was real big into, into the conspiracy world. He was real big into the in the flat earth community, which got him really shunned in the in the Christian community. Anyways, wait, wait, wait what was his name again? Rob Skiba, S K I B A. He was I've the first one who I saw. Um, he did this thing where you could see the uh, Chicago skyline from Detroit or whatever, like it's like fifty miles away, and he, was, anyways. Uh, he showed this book. He showed this book that he he got, and I'll have to go back and find the video to make it seem like I really know what I'm talking about. But he found this book that was basically like a playlist by the by the uber elites that basically showed that they had to tell you what was coming mm-hmm. in order for it to for it to. That's the basically that's the rules they play by. Is they have right. to tell. You, they'll still go ahead and do it, but they have to tell you, and so they'll hide it in the most. Asinine book or comedy movie that nobody ever sees, you know, is directed or, or with the or with a company named
1: America. Disney, whose yeah, uh leader and like founder is a 33rd degree OTO
0: Freemason It's really interesting because he's like, they have to show you Jack so Parsons. If you're something and you're picking up on something, you're really seeing something like it's not just you oh, know, yeah. your imagination running wild, they have to put it there to to be able to show you.
5: Yeah, there there is an actual term for that, and it's uh, yeah, I can't remember what it is. But um yeah, it it's it has very uh deep occultic roots. Uh isn't it some
1: is it something to do with their karma? Like they actually believe in like their like the the morphogenetic like, fields when they cast their circles. Like, like I've kind of like fruition well, or something. It's
5: it's a yin and the, Yeah. It's a yin and a yang, right? And it and it goes back to every uh every positive uh notion has the same equal uh a negative
0: yeah. energy attached duality, to
5: duality, yeah. So it, that's why they they use the checkerboard so much, the white and black contrast, uh, right. as above, so below, the, those type of things. Um, actually, Garrick, I'm I'm really interested, man, because when I first heard you on whiskey, beer, and conspiracies, you were tying a lot of your research into uh, the Matrix movies. Yeah, I
0: want to hear it too. Yeah, yeah Garrick, who t- who are you, real quick, Garrick? Like, what is your podcast? I recognize the name, but I don't know why I know it. I don't actually have
6: a podcast. It's a YouTube okay. channel called the Eleven Eleven Matrix Code.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think t- I've I think I've stumbled across it before. So
5: okay. Well, so I, I'm just curious, like what you what you have seen in the Matrix, and I'm sure you've watched each each uh, each uh, installment a bunch of times, uh, looking into this stuff. But you you did point out some things, and and I'm sorry, Ghost. Even though I'm a Patron, Patreon member. I fucking hate Patreon, so I don't listen to it past your free hour. So,
4: well, then why are you paying for shit that you're not going to listen to? Because, because I support your my, friends.
5: I support my friends. Well, yeah, no, I, dude, I, I get that.
4: Represent. I even showed you that you can listen to it in two time speed.
5: I know, like a weirdo. Didn't I didn't have, I didn't have the heart to tell you it didn't work. So, oh, <laughs> oh, jeez. All
4: you got to do is plug that RSS feed into. Your what do you listen to? Uh, I- iTunes.
5: All right, we'll we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. So right. I'm re- I'm really curious to see these ties in with the Matrix and how you basically said that they it's not ne- it's not necessarily the Bible. It is basically the blueprint.
6: Yeah. Ooh. Have you guys seen the new Matrix film?
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of yeah. boycotted it because I felt like it might be pushing the transgender movement.
3: Mm. yeah
1: my favorite my i just really quick my favorite part of the fourth movie is now in this new 2.0 version of the matrix he has to take the blue pill every day yeah he has to take a regiment of it that is such an awesome theme i love that part oh yeah man. Oh,
4: garrick I, if you, you want to share your screen i i always give everybody permission to share if you want to or if you just want to just give the rundown off the top yeah, of yeah, here let's give garrick the floor man yeah lay it out <laughs> he's like i didn't come <laughs> here for this i wanted a
6: break let me pu- actually let me pull up my uh keynote that i have those um things in first uh let's see here
5: i mean i didn't mean to put you on the spot if you'd rather talk about what you're barbecuing this weekend i'm more than down to talk about <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can talk you, about you can just give a about. couple nuggets a couple tidbits you know Dude, I walked away from every
4: one of our conversations with a headache in a, in the most great way. Like I just sitting there, like how is this even going to sink into my half retarded brain? <laughs> like ah, I love, I love shit like that. Yes. hell yeah.
5: Oh, I found it very interesting. I was listening while we we're waiting for him to pull this up. I was listening to, um, steaks for breakfast today. And apparently The mainstream media mentioned Donald, the Donald Trump indictment over 200 times in one day and nothing about um, all of this stuff coming out about Biden, all the tapes. Oh, dude. I mean, and we've it's funny that this is coming out now because I remember playing this on my show two years ago. Yeah. Did you did you listen to No Agenda, uh, their newest episode? I don't know if I did or not.
4: Right in the beginning, they they kind of covered that with how they were covering the motorcade of Donald Trump, and then oh well, we're not. If he says something, we can't spread lies. We don't care who they come from. We're not going to show this live. Okay, thank you, Rachel. Oh I, yeah, I, don't know, I maybe it wasn't Rachel. It was uh, some other. No, lady. it was. It, it
5: was, was it Rachel. Rachel?
4: Yeah, yeah, and it was like, what the or, fuck are you talking about? Like you can sit here and cover a boring ass motorcade. I think there's so many people. And I'm not even a fan of the dude.
1: I think there's so many people out there because of that shit that are like, you know what? I would vote for Trump now and I don't even like the guy just because I'm starting to see how much this fucking media push narrative is just demonizing propaganda. Living shit out of this guy. It's getting so ridiculously obvious. Any casual observer of the mainstream media has got to catch on actually, at some point. Can we, I don't
5: know, man. It's all a psyop within a psyop. Fuck.
4: Can we wait to do this? Because Ryan said he just messaged me. He's about to hop on soon, and I would love for him to see this as well. Yeah, let's. I, I, I
1: was actually going to uh, bring up something really quick because it's really quick. So uh, I have a show coming up. I uh, saw this clip by this guy. His name is Danny Goler, G-O-L-E-R. And he claims that while on DMT, he has seen
4: Machine a, numeric,
1: a, a consistent numeric code behind certain things, and he says that multiple people, not only him, have seen it uh, consistently. Like it's it's so conscious that you can point at it and look and objectively in the trip go holy shit, I'm seeing this every time I'm in here. So he makes the argument that he wants there to be scientific research into the fact that maybe that is proof that we are living in a simulation. And when you're under in an altered state, you can see certain things in that state that you can't normally. And I don't know if it's true, but I just think he, he all he says is I consistently see it and I want there to be research into it. And I know it's controversial research, so I don't know if it'll ever happen. But
5: I thought it was a very fascinating concept. I I find that topic so interesting. I've never taken DMT myself. I've done Sativa, which I've heard is close to it. Um, But I I also have been hearing reports of people that are able to actually have the same experience at the same time while they're doing DMT. I've, that's together.
1: another thing. People have seen the same shit in at different times while on it. Yep. That's another weird part of it.
5: Well, well, no. And also at the same time, right? So they're, they're actually experiencing the same realm together. Like they're, they're experiencing the same beings. Holy
1: and, shit. I know that. Yeah. This is oh, wow. Yeah. Ask oh, them about
5: shit. Ask him about that because that's another phenomenon, and I don't know if that necessarily because I believe that it's a it, holy it
1: shit could I didn't be know even,
5: that wow, yeah, because I, I believe it's more of an organic simulation and it's more like realm based, right? I believe that there's sim, uh, realms that are like coinciding with each other at the same time, which is why we have wow. these and shit like that and like i believe that they're able to bounce back and forth between these realms you know and like maybe it's just another sense that we aren't capable of of being able to have because we know like um like dogs and especially cats uh can see things like they're, they'll pay attention yeah. they're watching shit and you're they like what fuck are you what what are you communicating with like what the fuck is this and so you know i i believe that there's just like a lot more senses to this that we're just not tapped into yet whether it's because our penile gland has been so calcified or you know because we know that children are way more tapped into this or if it's just because we've been prop uh, we've just been bombarded with propaganda our entire life for sure uh, and, and we just uh we just um you know are uh what is that quote from from uh, the Truman Show? People accept the reality in which they are presented, and and basically over right. time, over time we just accept the reality. For sure. We're, yeah. Ladies what? and gentlemen, Ryan Dean. <laughs> hey, um,
4: what's up, guys? I I can't wait for 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 the new recording of Cunt, so I can I can properly introduce introduce Hey, Ryan, Patel. notice my shirt. Yeah, dude, it's a great one. Where'd ba- you get that?
3: yeah <laughs> back from special <laughs> assignment all the way from Papua new guinea yeah hey garrick i really wanted to thank you for the uh the the mixer and everything man it's incredible oh oh you're welcome you're welcome awesome stuff thanks so much man it's uh changing the game over here yeah you sound good <laughs> thank you thank you thank you yeah it's great stuff and thanks again ghost you're welcome but-
4: I'm, we don't I'm need to get to all sappy here. Ah, uh, <laughs> come on, everybody, group
3: hug. Let's go. I know, hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I heard that uh that you guys were about to get into some stuff that I would like to hear. Yes. What are we what are we talking about? Some Matrix stuff.
5: So okay. I was at, I was asking uh Garrick about his ties that he saw within the, the Matrix series and how basically it's it's kind of a, pl- a blueprint.
3: Okay. Okay. And I was, I and was he asked. was
1: gracious enough to do some work for
3: us here <laughs> on the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm down. I, I mean, I'm excited to hear it. Well, okay. the, the floor is all yours. Let's,
6: let me uh. do this. Okay. Can you guys see the screen? Okay. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. So. This is from the actual the, the newest movie the fourth one. And I don't know if you guys or you know which one of you guys have seen it but if you haven't seen it watch it again watch out for these these signs like this one right here that literally says for those who love to eat shit. And this is when the the character I think her n- name is I'll say it's rabbit or something like that, but she's jumping from one building to the other and she's sliding down this sign. And the sign clearly says that, like I had to take a picture of this with my phone because you can't take a screenshot. It uh, makes it black on your computer. If you try to do it with a movie, Mm. but it's just odd for that to even be a sign. Like what kind of city would even have a sign like this? But the phrase (laughs) (laughs) going to shit. (laughs) But the literal phrase for those who love to eat shit using Jewish gematria, it has a value of 2585. And when you start comparing other phrases that have the same value, it's strange. So, we warned you has the same value of 2585. Those that are dangerously brainwashed has the same value. You are my end and you are my beginning, which is a Bible reference, has the same value. What is the energy source of a human being? That whole entire phrase has the value of 2585. And what is the energy source of a human being in the matrix? It's the humans. They are the energy source. So it's strange that 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 phrase would have that value or the same phrase from the sign. And remove the veil from their eyes, which is exactly what's happening in the film. Has the same value, 2585.
5: Now, Eric, Eric, can I interrupt you here for a second? Because I'm kind of a skeptic when it comes to numbers. And I feel like, and, and I would love for you to prove me wrong. But when people are digging for uh, certain things within numbers, I feel like it's going to tell you what you want to hear, no matter how, like if you dig into it deep enough, it's like the PCR test, right? If you crank up the numbers enough, it's going to tell you that you have COVID. And, And so I don't really understand the whole number thing because I sucked at math growing up. And I'm sure you're onto something because you're very passionate about it. So I'm just curious, like, am I wrong about this? Yes, (laughs)
6: there is clearly, there is clearly something, especially with the Bible, the Hebrew Bible, which is what I've been digging into here recently. That book is definitely a code. And surprisingly, this 1111 matrix code that I've stumbled across um, has tied into the Torah in such a way that I, I can't even begin to express just how much of a code that entire book is and i can show you guys some of that if, if you're interested in seeing it so um, those
5: people if- that understand it it's like a slap in the face that's like so if you know for me a, a new flat earth evidence i'd be like oh my god how do people not see this type of shit like,
4: how i kind of narrowed it down when talking with Garrick, doing the the multi part series, it he's basically discovered that the true religion and the true worshiping of Yahweh or Yeshua is being hidden from us on purpose,
1: right? I I, I can. So let me, Garrett, can I ask you something? So when you say um, that, that like, would you relate gematria uh, and, like, with frequencies and, and different dimensions and all that stuff, would you relate it to kind of if we are living in a simulation that it is all math, like in The Matrix, how the architect says it, it's a harmony of mathematic precision. Would you relate gematria to humanity, I guess, like the computer ai world would be the simulation code and, and do Absolutely. you and do, and do you see that in the torah because uh and how would you relate that to like you know astral theology like a lot of people say that the bible verses in the bible are direct representations of celestial phenomena every single sentence in the bible they say can be you know through astral theology explained as phenomenon that happened in
6: the sky from a human perspective Yes, it's it's all tied. It is all tied, hmm. and actually, let's let's just kind of jump out of this matrix thing for just a second. And we'll come back to it.
0: And Garrick, would you say this is supernatural? Like, if you were to if you were to try to describe it, do I don't think see that how. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, or, do you, or do you think that it's just some group of super elites who know what they're doing and how to code it correctly? To be able to. That's what I suspect. Yep. And so I'm asking, I'm asking as one who is coming out of the Christian religion for, instead of one who's going into it. I'm asking as one who feels like he's been indoctrinated by it for 40 plus years versus somebody who's yep. going into it and is excited about going into it, sort of thing. Full upfront yeah. honesty.
6: When you I've, look at these connections, especially with the Torah, I personally don't see any possible way whatsoever how a human being could have put this together. The math behind it, the connections, the way that they just interlock with one another. Um, I mean, if it's if it's was a group of humans that did this, they have to be far more advanced than we are, but. I, I kind of want to relate it to something more divine. What that is exactly is still up for debate. Would um, you,
1: when you say divine, could it also be explained by ancient alien theory and extraterrestrial life?
6: It is possible because I discovered a code uh, within the Bible itself that literally talks about the firstborn father and. I I showed this to Ghost. Uh, It all plays out. It talks about how the firstborn father came here in a vehicle, Mm. and it talks about DNA in the vehicle. Now, the DNA in the vehicle could have been DNA that was brought with him, or he was the DNA in the vehicle. This is very
5: interesting, because I just had on somebody, um, his name is Todd Cave, and when I when he first came on, like the first ten minutes, I'm like, God damn it, dude, this guy is just gonna regurgitate everything that the History Channel talks about with the <laughs> but he actually tied everything in very, very interestingly and made me think about some shit. And he was saying that like the God Jehovah that we all pray to is not uh the original God. He is one of however many gods and they all come from this Una- Anunnaki and they're different species of Anunnaki, which is why we look different Um, and, and shit like that. And I'm like, damn dude, maybe you have a point. And he was like, and Jesus Christ wasn't like he was the son of God, but he wasn't like brought here by God. He was just able to discover Christ consciousness. Exactly. Now <laughs> my
6: research here recently has shown and proven as far as i'm concerned that there was never a man named jesus christ this person's name was yeshua it's joshua that's the more modern version of that name what jesus actually is is the it's the energy source that is contained within every single one of us um like i was explaining to ghosts the, the best way i can explain it is the force from star wars yeah i just i just it, made the it, i
1: just i just made the argument on my show like maybe all of that like even the occulted knowledge and what's in the bible and if if the religious texts w- really were written by freemasons that had occulted knowledge and wisdom like it, it could be that like even what uh john was saying about the, they they took some group of people took over and presented to the people what they wanted the belief in God and monotheism to be and really it is a it is a, a magic trick being played on us by people that know the truth know the real uh, secret occulted information that nobody else knows and the people that are actually in fact running the world right.
0: Right. Or well, we try to explain something that's allegorical into a real life setting, you know, as well. And I, Gary, you said something. I don't forget exactly what it was, but you know, it kind of goes back to the fact that Jesus was thirty allegedly when he entered his ministry. He did it for three years. That's thirty-three. You follow the old ancient Indian or whoever, and you know your, your ancient chakras. There's thirty-three ancient chakras that go up your up and down your spine or yep. however exactly secret secretion. Yeah, and that 33 and 33 kind of line up together, and, I mean, who knows, right? I, the Bible could yeah. all be allegory, and we're just told it's all true instead. For sure. Very
5: well, possible. And they've also just picked out different uh, books from, like, the Sumerian tablets to, you know, to the Dead Sea Scrolls. to uh, They just picked and choose what stories they wanted to put into their Bible. And John, yeah, that was kind a lot
0: of wraps in, in the Vatican,
1: what Catalyst just said goes right to your point is that, you know, there's this old book, there's this old bit by a stand up comedian, uh, I forget his name, but he said, you know, you mean, oh, you mean the book that was given to kings for them to pass down was rewritten and rewritten, rewritten, and they took their favorite parts out that they didn't like and they didn't want anybody to know. And then it was rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. And it's true. It's like, what version are you getting from the source? You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Who's, How much? Whose Bible? Yeah. Like, who Who really is behind it? Strictly
6: with the Torah, which, you know, is the first five books of the Hebrew Bible. And for the Torah, when they make copies of it, it's vitally important that they copy each letter exactly. If they make one mistake, they throw the whole thing away. Because they're literally taught that if they make a mistake and keep the mistake there, it's literally damaging the entire universe. They would throw the entire thing away and start over. So I haven't even begun to venture out of the first five books yet. I will, but there's just so much going on in the Torah. And and even in the first verse, Genesis one, one in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There's so much being told right there in that one sentence And even in the first word itself, that when it's decoded, like it literally tells you everything right in that first word, because that word can be broken out into separate words. And it talks about how God created the heavens and the earth. He set them in place. He made them stationary, which is an interesting phrase, Um, and that he means to cut them down using a covenant of fire. And that covenant of fire would be the head of his house, which would be his son. So when you think of Jesus as the sun in the sky, and if you think of like a solar flare, which a lot of my research is pointing to some sort of event uh, possibly taking place in the year 2058, and I think it will be a solar flare event. So if you think of like a solar flare leaping out from the sun, it is literally like the hand of God reaching hmm. out and consuming the earth.
5: Yeah, but just a quick end here.
3: breakdown. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so you, you said 2028? 50. Uh, 2058. 2058. And that's when you feel like the world's basically going to end?
6: I think it's going to be a reset, not necessarily that the world's going to end, but it's going to be a reset, something similar to the flood that we had back in Noah's time, Um, just some kind of reset. Something is going to
3: happen. I heard actually something really interesting that it it kind of follows the elements. Like the flood was obviously water. um, And the one that I heard that was coming would be an air related crisis, like, you know, massive winds. Or something like that. Um, I don't know if you'd heard along those lines, but was there ever like a fire or an earth destruction of the the world that we know of? Not that I'm aware of. But if you stop and think about it, if it
6: is a solar flare and we think of Jesus as being the sun, then if it is a solar flare, it would literally be the second coming
3: of Jesus Christ. Sure. Coming back to the earth and that's what was interesting when i when i because i did an episode similar apparently ghost was telling me i did a a similar episode to the series that you and him did together um i found something uh I, I'm, are you familiar with like the magic squares have you heard of these that the ancients like the used sator square what's that the
6: rota there's what it's Rotos or sator there's a square like a magic square called the uh sator or Rotos. it's basically sator backwards but yeah, it's a
3: magic square. Sator, huh? Okay. So what like what I found in here, it's essentially like Sudoku, right? Like you know. Closing time.
1: Open all the
5: doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every
3: girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer